Did you know I had no idea you were a singer, bro? Oh, shit. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> I literally just found out like 30 minutes before we started doing a podcast because I'm like, you know what? Because I meant to listen to your music before you it's came to the episode, obviously, just to do research, just to obviously know what you're about. But I, I don't know. Time, you know, time went fast. I was very busy. And I got here pretty early to set everything up. And I was like, you know what? Let me listen to his music. And the first song I listened to was the last one, the last single day. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like, that's, wait, that's, what? That's, that's a good one. First of all, that's a great song. I appreciate that's that. That's a great song. But also, I'm like, wait, this motherfucker is a singer? I had, for whatever reason, I just thought you were a rapper, bro. Is that is that something that like... Honestly, bro, it's like, I, I can't even really explain to you what I am because it's like one minute. All right. So... Oh, I see what you're saying. It's yeah. like it's like no no no. It's if if I'm gonna be honest, I started off if I can if I remember vividly, I started off rapping and it's mm. like I had this side of the family that discovered that and it's like they like seen the good in it and I'm just like no no no. I was uh, used to being a kid back then. Yeah, I wasn't I ready to you, like you know. Yeah. But like but one, they noticed that you were like a good rapper. Yeah, they, they noticed they, okay. that. I was like from my All age right. to be saying the stuff that I say. It's like that's tough. Wow, but yeah, but. Yeah, music always been a part of my life, mm. like growing up and yeah. like just to sing. And I always just would sing. You had to tell me, shut the hell up to sing. <laughs> right when I'm singing, oh, that's so. so cool, man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Opinions Podcast. I'm your host, Aladi Polanco, and this is episode 162. The guest for this episode is Igeer. He is an overall artist. He's a singer, but let's be honest, he's just an overall artist. And that's actually part of the things that we talk about in this episode. It's just, you know, how certain people use music as a way to get rich. But really, there's not a lot of people that actually love making music. That's one of the topics that we talk about, just the difference between the people who actually love making music and the people who just use it as a way to make money, which are both equally, you know, acceptable. But we just kind of make that distinction and I kind of get to know Ajir a little bit. We hadn't met really until this episode. He was with Marcus when I did the Marcus episode, episode 150, but now he has his own episode and I really get to know all about him when he started making music, when he first became interested in music. Also, another interesting topic that we talked about was just like making art or making music when your mind is not at the right state and how you need to be in the right mindset for you to make great art. And we talk about that and more on this episode, so make sure you watch all of it, please, and thank you. But before we get straight into the episode, I just gotta say, EmptyOpinions.com. That's where you can go and check out everything happening in the Empty Opinions universe. Everything is there on that website. Just a centralized, just one place to see everything happening with Empty Opinions. You won't regret it. Just go to that URL. Easy to remember. EmptyOpinions.com. Very easy to go. You know what I mean? I can't believe I actually got that URL in the first place. Can't believe I got that domain. I would have thought somebody would have taken that shit. Usually everybody takes everything. Thank God I was original with that name, I guess. But if you'd also just like to follow me personally, see what I'm up to on a regular basis, you can follow me at Eladio Talks, E-L-A-D-I-O Talks on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd if you want to see my movie takes. But yeah, that's it. Let's just jump straight into the episode. I guess I don't know that many male singers around us i guess you know it's always rapping yeah, you know yeah. what i mean it's always like rappers yeah. or like i don't know it's really mainly rappers any male artist that i know is a rapper so like that kind of shocked me and i was just like oh damn. and then i was like oh wait he can actually sing too that's the other thing i was that's, just like damn yes. he can actually sing singing is like the i keep that in hand because i love doing it and it it like separates me from what everybody else is doing mm, i yeah. like I, I love what everybody else is doing right now yeah, because we're course. all trying to get out and out of the same place and yeah. you know elevate and move on to bigger things in life but yeah 
still that's what you know differentiates me and i it does i appreciate that within you you give it yeah i know within the music industry (laughs) bro that especially here the the artists in philly even you know extending to new jersey i just literally and trust me i mean ever since like i've gotten people like obviously like marcus or like cameo that are in that world it's a lot of like artists that are paying attention cameo man shout out to y'all you know what i mean always can come back to the podcast anytime (laughs) um but ever since then, mainly ever since I started gotten, you know, Kemi was the co-host for a little bit of the podcast. And it, that's what opened my eyes to the whole, like, artistic side of Philly, I guess, if you if you want to call yeah, it that. And, you know, ever since then, it's been a lot of, like, artists that follow me in the podcast. Every single one of them is a rapper. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just those off rip. Like, that really shocked me. But, you know, what's crazy about you being a singer and just... That song, the last single that you put out, that's the main one that I listened to. I listened to all the other stuff, but that one specifically, I was just like, I love that kind of R&B. What would you say are like artists that you look up to that that you could want to make music similar to it? Does that uh, make sense? Yeah, no, I, I okay. get you. I get you. If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to have to say definitely Bryson. I love yeah, Bryson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Bryson is one. I like Tory Lanez. It's a lot of controversy yeah. with him right now. Well, well, let's just focus on the music. Yeah, yeah. Musically, Tory Lanez. Musically, no. I, I, yeah. I love what he's doing. What else? Yeah. Uh, I like Daniel Caesar. Yeah. I find inspiration within him. That's tough. Bakar. Bakar is an... Um, I fuck, uh, Bacar, uh, he's a British, A I British think? artist. Yeah, I recently discovered him, bro. He, yeah. he like I, I can't wait for the album because the last single he just dropped was the first song that I've ever heard from him. Um, and it's kind of more like an indie, like indie rock kind of music. And I, I loved it, but I can't wait for the album to come out. Cause I want that to be like my first introduction to him. Like I want to yeah. listen to, I don't even want to go back to his old music. I just want to wait for the album to come out and listen to the whole thing being like, okay, so this is who this artist is. But yeah, that's cool. Bakari. Yeah. He's, and he's cool. I guess to top it off, my last artist I have to go with is Usher. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a very healthy mix of like traditional like old school r&b and like trap soulish r&b and that's what i was meaning that's what i was referring to more like i love that trap soul r&b sound and i don't know why but now that i start uh, start to think about it there's not that many people doing that trap soul r&b style of music like men you know what i mean like i'm trying to think about it like besides like bryson tiller Black is another one that does that kind of music. Yeah, black. black is I, great. I call him Six Lack. <laughs> you still call him Six Lack? Uh, uh, <laughs> just call him Black in case he's watching because he gets mad when people call him Six Lack. I remember he post he did a poster in Philly, I think, like a couple years ago, where it's like Six Lack pronounced Black. And it was just that phrase like written over and over again like 20 times in a poster. Mm-hmm. That's when people got it. I thought that was funny. Yeah, because everybody... At this point, everybody's just going to know him. You're either going to call him Black or Six Slack. It's depending yeah. on how you see it. If you see the Six as a B, you're going to call him Black. That's I always saw it as a B. There's people that don't, you know, that that's not what they see it as. But besides Bryson Tiller and, like, Black, who else is doing that kind of, like, trap soulish R&B? Like, recently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's really it's, not it's really anybody. To, like, try to find. Like, there's a couple that are not that known. There's this guy. What's his name? I can't, I can't remember now, but I listened to him. I can't remember what his name is, but there's he, I know, is still making, like, that kind of R&B sound. But, yeah, man. And you obviously have, like, the legacy artists, like, 
um, party next door. Yeah. He's he's up there, right? Definitely. But but those they they've all started a while ago. Like I'm trying to think of newer artists. You know what I mean? Like 19, 20, 21. There's not that many men doing that kind of music, and I feel like that needs to come back. I feel like that is it gonna does. come back. As long as, as soon as I bet you, as soon as like Black drops his new album, hopefully comes out this year, I could see that being like, you know, like that sound popping back up again because I love that sound. And there's like other, I guess I remember another artist that does that. Yo Train is his name. He does that kind of like trap soulish R and B still, which I enjoy. But and I per, I just really love that kind of sound. And but I don't hear a lot of people doing it. And that I just got reminded of that when I heard your song. I'm like, damn. I really like this type of music and not that many people are making this type of music. Um, right. But I've been talking too much and not about you. So yeah. first of all, how are you doing? Let's I'm start with right. that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm it's, if I could describe what's been going on with me, like for like throughout the past months, mm. it's been feeling like a, a battle within myself, but mm. it feels like I'm more so like leaning to the, like the winning end of the battle. Yeah. So that's good. That's yeah. I'm, I'm, you feel I'm like you're good. kind of slightly coming out of it. Yeah. That's great, man. I, I, f I definitely feel you on that. Like when you're, yeah, when you're, <laughs> we're going through those battles and you're really getting to know yourself. That's what's crazy about yeah. when you go through those moments. You really, even though it's rough in certain parts, like you really get to know yourself and what you want to do and don't want to do. Like that, you know. That definitely happened to me like recently. Like I'll say for me, I'll just speak for me. It was it, 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 most of the time it's like a woman thing. Like most of the time when there's some turmoil happening with me, it's about a fucking girl. And you know, I'm trying to work on that, but it's always a fucking you know. I understand you. You know, <laughs> it's always something to do with them, bro. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what really gets me. Like, like feel like I'm losing my mind. But I did w go through that like in the past two months, like around. November, December to end a year off. I was really like dealing with this thing. You were here when I did the episode with Marcus and yeah, I talked I about here. it. So yeah. it, it was that. Um, but now, you know, recently I've been coming out of it, basically just being like, I'm going to focus on what matters. I'm going to focus on doing the podcast, focus on finally finishing college, right? Like working to make sure I keep up with the bit, like the shit that matters because like the shit that I've realized with women, now, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because it's too tangential and I want to get back to you. But like I, what I realized with women is like, I, you know, if you don't stress about it, then you're better off for it, man. Like just stressing about it leads to nothing. It only makes your life miserable. Yeah. Just, you know, focus on you. Like now I used to be at a point where I would always be like chasing women. Right. Like that's what I was doing, like nonstop. Now I'm at a point where like I'm not chasing anybody. Like I'm just going to focus on my own shit. And I've realized that. That's the strategy to go because that's what makes them come to you. Because when you're not like chasing, that's the, for whatever reason, the weird psycho psychological thing, they then like seek you out because you're not seeking them out. They're like, why isn't he going after me? It's what I've realized. And it's just better for my mental health, to be honest. So now I'm just focusing on doing the podcast, you know what I mean? And so all that to say, I understand what you mean, bro, about, you know, going through those battles. It may be for different reasons, but I, it sounds, and that's good that you're coming out of it a little bit. Um, so you're feeling better then? Yeah, hell yeah. You're feeling, yeah. you're feeling better. Okay. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> that's good. Um, that's good. Thank, thank you for telling me. Cause I do want to no doing the podcast whenever I get a guest, I definitely want to 
Like, just ask people that and, like, actually talk about it. Because, you know, everybody says, like, oh, how are you? Like, it's such a trivial thing. Yeah. I want to actually, when I say it, I want to actually mean it and I want to talk to people and make sure, check in to see how they're doing. That's important. Yeah, most people don't break the ice within that question. So. No, that's true. They're just like, I've been okay. Yeah, they don't really mean the answer. Whenever I ask it, I definitely mean it. So, thank you for telling me. That's the, yeah, I, I appreciate that, bro. Of um, another thing, we don't really know each other. We've only met once before this, and that was when we did the Marcus episode. So I want to get to know you. How would you? This is like the weird, like uh, 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 icebreaker question that they ask you in schools. Like, how would you describe yourself? <laughs> and I'm asking you that just so I can see how you answer it, because I know that's like the worst fucking question you can ask anybody. But it's always, I want to see how you struggle to answer that question. Who are you? I'm a. I'm just Ajir, bro. All right. I'm just a. a the coolest goofball you ever meet. That's <laughs> okay, the, that's that's a that's a, that's a great. Damn, that's a good answer, bro. Now I'm mad. See, I was hoping you was gonna give me, you were gonna bumble through that. You didn't bumble through that. Now I'm, you know, now I, now I look like a dumbass. Me. That's, 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 that's a great way to describe yourself. Damn, I need a line like that. I need like a, <laughs> I need a quick like like sentence I can tell people when they ask me. Because I just go into my whole life story. Well, Man, I was you, born in the Dominican Republic. You want another one I, I came up with? Yeah. Uh, it was one of my, uh, it was one of my, my uh, you know how, on Instagram, right, or, yeah. or any of your social medias, you have like the thing, the um, the description box. Yeah, and it was something that I just thought about in my head one day, and I'm just like, "Yo, really? I'm just a walking question mark." Mm, so, damn, that's okay. that, that's a better one, a walking question mark. That's that is a good one, and but it's not a good one for the podcast or for me because my instinct is to be to ask you to go deeper. Yeah. What's the question mark and what's the answer? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go too deep into that, but. Um, because <laughs> I don't know if you will feel comfortable answering, like, what would that question... All right, what's the question mark to you? Why do you describe yourself as a question mark? So, reason being, it's like... All right, so I can answer this from a personal point of view and an artist's point of view. So Whichever one you want. All right, so from... I'll I combine them in it if, if I can okay. in a way, but I'm an artist, right? Yeah. But one thing I can say about me being an artist, I have been inconsistent. Mm. But it's like... That's something I want to work on, but then again, I want to have like increased that work ethic to the point where I'm known. And I don't have to just keep forcing myself yeah. and just like have my stuff age and you know. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting. Yeah, that that's an interesting topic to even talk about, just with artists. Yeah, like when you have to, when you feel like, how do how does that process goes? How do because you're saying you're inconsistent. What does that mean to you? Like you feel like you should be dropping more? Is it that you're not recording as often as you would like? What does that mean to you? So being an artist, sometimes like like if you're if you're a true artist and like all my true artists out there, they they'll know this exact feeling. If you're a true artist and you take passion and have a love for what you do, it's gonna be times where you get overwhelmed and come across burnout and yeah. get like become ready to quit at times ah. but you know if you see the bigger picture and you know exactly what you want like if it becomes to a point where you even dream about it yeah if you see all these things even though it's not like 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 um present at, at the moment yeah, yeah just stick by it because you know what you see is what you become mm. and yeah that's interesting I said, yeah so you feel like that's what let that's why you feel like you've been inconsistent 
which I don't know. That it's funny no, that you I'm... say that because, like, I don't even know that you have or haven't been inconsistent. Because you know, I, I I don't know. Obviously, I'm trying to get to know, know you right yeah. now. So yeah. like, so when you say like, did that happen to you? Do you feel like you went through burnout? Yeah. So this is so I can now. Um, this is like leaning towards the personal side. So it's like it would be. You can be broad. Try to be broad with whatever it is that the personal stuff is. If you don't feel comfortable, sharing. yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't have a problem. Um, okay. Like dishing out personal stuff, but I'll like keep that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. Yeah. So I was saying, I was tying. I, I could tie this into my personal life. There were things that I I went through and that I've I've learned as a person and as an artist. And mm. you know, like it takes like a lot, and you gotta like really learn un and unlearn uh, certain things and develop. Yeah. And you know, at the same time, you're growing as a man and you're growing as an artist. I see. And it's like if you're doing this independently, then it just makes it even you know more of a challenge, mm. but more meaningful. Yeah, when it's all said and done, that's interesting. Yeah, that I think I see what you're saying without even you having to say what what whatever it is. Like just the idea of like having to, like making art when there's turmoil, right? And like not being able to because there's turmoil and there's things you're learning about yourself. There's things you're learning about whatever that you feel like you have to go through first to make the art. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. Because I can see, yeah, I can see, especially if you're making music more specifically and you feel like you're not in the right headspace to make the music, you're not going to make the music, right? And, and if you did force yourself to make the music, it's not going to sound as good. Yeah, it's not so, That's the thing that a lot of people don't get. And I'm glad you pointed out the thing about being the true artist. It's because at this point with music, there's a lot of people that jump into music just to make money, right? And so then they the way they treat music would be like they treat a fucking instagram story or like a fucking you know what i mean yeah. like a or like a, a tiktok it's like it's just 60 seconds you do it you put it out next song right like a lot of people that's how they make music because obviously they just want to make money of it and it's not like they care if the music is the best or not right like you see so many artists now that you know I want to I want to say names so bad, but I, I'm not going to only because you're sitting that. right across from I me that. and I don't even want you to be, you know, if this was just me, a solo episode, I would just let the fucking names fly, but I don't even want you to be associated with any shade. But I know some big artists that at this point, everybody accuses of making the same music over and over again. And to me, that just signals that the music is kind of like a way to make money, right? Because like, it doesn't matter if the song is good or not. If the song makes you money. You're probably going to say, oh, so this type of song made me money. I'm going to make 50 other songs exactly like this one. Let's see where that goes. And see where that goes. And most of the time it's going to make me more money because this one made me money. So then this one's going to make me money. And yeah, I'm glad you pointed out the true artist thing because it shows that you're trying to make the best music possible as opposed to just hit a lick in the, from the yeah. music. You know what I mean? Come on, one hit wondering. Uh -uh. Yeah, which is very possible, especially now with TikTok, like. You know, people do a like a cool little like 30 second snippet of a song and then, you know, that goes viral. Right. And then they make the whole song. And then what's next? They couldn't tell you because they're just learning the shit on the fly. They're not really caring about if the shit is turning out good or not. And they don't even have the amount of experience of making music. Right. Let's say this. Let me this is going to be a good example. Right. Let's say I make a random song like I get a random beat off of YouTube. And I rap over it. I've never done music in my life, right? So let's say I get a random beat. I make I rap over it, and I put it on TikTok, and it goes viral, right? 
now all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well now I have to make a next song. I don't know anything about music, you know? So then the next song is going to be ass because I just got lucky. It's not like I don't know how to make music, right? If that TikTok, if that song went popular on TikTok, most likely was luck. It was like, for whatever reason, people enjoyed this. I can't replicate it because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's what a lot of people making music nowadays are doing. You know what I mean? They like somehow get lucky with their first song, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? Um, you had a strong reaction when I say people are just trying to make money off of music instead of actually caring about the music. I'm sure you have a lot of yeah. thoughts on that. So, like, one thing I learned, I'm, that I, I am learning, like, now that I'm, you know, like, grooming myself to be, like, a household name in the yeah. industry, hopefully, there's a difference between a true artist and there's a difference between an artist that, you know, ran out of... Or didn't, couldn't think of any other thing to do that, mm. you know. That's, like their last resort. Yeah. That they're, mm. They look at music as their last resort and not, you know, take passion in that. And it's, I mean, I'm not I, I'm not against people wanting to do music. Like, who am I to, you yeah, know, Yeah, exactly. Say do person, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, do whatever makes you happy. But don't do whatever you want to do to make, that makes you happy that, you know, could pollute things for everybody right. else because yeah, even wow, though you're trying yeah. to find happiness within yourself you're making it even worse for others yeah it's oh wow that's an interesting point i never thought about it yeah it's like it's low-key kind of selfish because then anybody who is trying to make a real career out of it or really gives a fuck about what they're doing like people are not gonna look at them the same way like it's it's like leaving a bad taste in your mouth yeah that's interesting yeah like how that can affect a lot of no disrespect to anybody because you know i'm this is all general. We're yeah. not referring to anybody in specific. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point. Like, I never thought about it. But yeah, like, the people that get hurt by that is the people trying to come up. Yeah, that's interesting, man. So you alluded earlier in the podcast that you've been making music for a long time. Or like, you were, people saw talent in you from an early age. Yeah, man. I want to talk about that. How, how, do, how did you first discover that you were good at? This thing that you love. So so back to when I told you uh, when I was uh, telling you about my first experience even rapping yeah. and my dad's side of the family, right? I used to be around them all the time growing up. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were like into music at the time and they were like, what, almost late, late teenage years. I say like early teenage years. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's, it's like... It was like a group of them, so it was like some were close to the early side, some were close to the mid to late. Okay. Late yeah. to teenage years. Yeah. But yeah, they were getting into music, and I was in a room with them one time, and I heard them recording, and I was just like, I had this, I used to like drawing back then, and okay. I just like, I was in the room with them, hearing what they say, then I just was like, uh, I was writing. And one of them has seen my uncle. He had seen what I wrote, and it. He had seen or He said I said a rhyme, something, something. Do you remember the rhyme? I'm about to write a flame where I'm. I like red, but I don't. And I like Power Rangers, something like <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> it was like yeah, something yeah, yeah. like. But, but yeah, he, yeah. I don't know. He was just making a big deal. I'd be like, yo, like this oh, is how I used to go with going to booth and record this. Yada yada yada. Wow. So yeah, I was I was six when this happened. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was six when this happened. Wow. So yeah, I did it, and I said something about riding in the Cadillac. Also, oh wow, at <laughs> six years old, bro, you had the right idea at that age. Yeah, but yeah, I was nah. Yeah, was, that's funny. 
But ever since, I mean, no, that was just like one of my, my like one experience. But back then I would be like, I would just be that kid that was always just sitting in front of the TV watching MTV gyms and yeah. 106 and Park and all the R&B okay. videos, watching music videos of Casey and JoJo sliding on the floor <laughs> talking about a woman. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, just like music always been around. Mm. So uh, it just took me a minute to really see like, all right, it's around me. Like, like, how can I translate this into, you know, like my way? Yeah, that's so interesting. That like, as soon as you know, the people in your family, people in your life, like, noticed that it seemed like you had a real talent. Like, they yeah. pushed you in that direction, and you know, that's very supportive and that's great because you know, most people that maybe try to go after their dream. Is that often encouraged by the people that are around them? They're like, "Oh, I don't know if this you can be do you could do this." So that's cool that you know you had people in your life that were like, "Oh yeah, you can do this," right? But it's also I just want to know what you think about this. Do you think that also has to do with like, like let's say the environment and the conditions that you live in, that as soon as they notice that you had a talent, they saw maybe like a way out, let's say, or something. Do you think about yeah. that? Because I think that's very real, you know, just in anybody who's, you know, anybody who, who's been poor or whatever, like, I'm sure you see that, like, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in those, in those shoes, right? Like, if I see my kid has a real talent, and he can really make something out of himself and be really big, like, you're going to encourage that because you know that's going to elevate everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you thought about, like, what do you think about that? I mean, it's like. I, I'm glad you even brought this up because not mm. too many people even like want to yeah. think about or even like ask like artists about or people in general that that like music about like the the actual thoughts of a yeah artist or or person. But I mean, I don't feel as if like uh, I'm looked at as a way out because even though like I, I don't know, it's like I always even though I, like as an artist, I always see myself as like if I if I do blow, I, I promise you, I I promise you, I'll be that artist that that still seems like a person, like mm, like the person talking yeah. to you now. I still might be five. I still will be five yeah, years from now course. because you know money or materialistic things can never change me. It just just makes things a little better. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. That and also you will blow up. By the way, like I was thinking about this when you said when you were talking. Uh, when you were telling me, like, when you first, you know, were discovering your talent, for whatever reason, I go with my gut most of the time. You know what I mean? Like, if I feel like in my gut, like, something is is right or wrong or this is true or this is not true, I felt it in my gut. At that moment, I was like, oh, this guy's going to blow up. You know what I mean? Like, I already, I can see it. Like, if I can see it, then I know it's going to happen. So, I, I you, you, you don't even have to worry about being successful. And part of that is also because you do care about the art. You know what I mean? Like, if you care about what you're making, those are the people that get rewarded. And those are the people that succeed in whatever their career is, because mm -hmm. that's going to help you keep going. The people that don't give a fuck about what they're doing, once things go slightly wrong, they're going to lose all motivation because they don't even care about the thing they're doing. But if you truly care, that means you, you're only going to get better because you care. And also that means you're going to stay consistent because you care. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I remember there was a clip a long time ago, like Tyler, the creator went on um, 98.9. I don't fucking know. I'm not in New York, but they have their radio station and Tyler, the creator went up there and he had an interview and there was a moment that he was talking about like what the most important thing for anybody to do in their life is to like care about what they're doing. Like there's a weird, like 
connotation with caring too much about whatever it is you're doing that sometimes people can look down on. But that's actually the thing that will elevate you amongst everybody else, because that means you're, you know, putting effort into the things you do. But as you're talking about it, I'm just like, oh, that's why he's going to be successful, because he actually cares. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure anybody, any mm -hmm. fucking, you know, label execs watching this, you know what I mean? They can see it too. But you were talking about um, the thing about, so you don't feel like you're seen as a way out, but okay so that's good that's good but it's also and i didn't mean it like you're only seen as that but it's also a reality you know yeah. what i mean it's like when you come from a certain struggle like that's a light out you know in a system that where everybody is just stuck doing like it's impossible for people that come from let's just say like lehigh or what because that's where i used to live when i first moved to to philly when i was 11 i was born in the dominican republic i moved here when i was 11 and i was living in like lehigh in uh 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 third like lehigh and third around the area which is hor you know it's obviously is what do they call it the uh, uh there's a name the badlands yeah the badlands, <laughs> that's badlands where I, yeah that's that's where i was and i mean that's it's called the badlands for a reason in case any, anybody doesn't know about philly it's called badlands for a reason and when you're in that environment right it's almost impossible to make it out because it's not meant for people to get out it's meant for to keep you trapped right like there is no, you know, light at the end of the tunnel because just the way it's set up structurally, like the way just things are, it's all by design, right? Like that's all by design of having people, you know, so much crime and poverty and like lack of education. That's all like interconnected. And so when there is seemingly a light, which is this very talented person is in our family, like you want to want to encourage that. And it's not like a selfish thing like i want to make it it's just like you kind of represent all of us you know what i mean yeah. so i just find that interesting that when they saw that even at an early age they encouraged that because they know that's a way out and that's just you know it's sad but it's the reality that's like what a lot of people a lot of artists go through like that make it um that was yeah that i i've never thought about that but i just wanted to explore that further but so ever since you're six you've been making music Right? Would you say? No, I, I mean that's just that. Nah, that was like, that. or not making music like formally, but like, you know, dabbled in it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like either recorded or like wrote or like were involved in it somehow. I'm not saying you've been dropping like singles since you were six, but you were in that world since very very early on. How do you feel like that affects you making music now, or like seeing the way, <laughs> you know, people make music now? So it's like. When I was when I was when music was still introduced to me and I liked it, I like as I grew like I don't know like eight to I say like fourteen, I got heavy into sports like mm, basketball, oh, okay. like basketball, basketball always been my passion. But I would just like like try to dibble and dabble into every sport or most sports. Yeah. So yeah, it's like uh, like time went by and I caught up with basketball more and that's something I did want to take serious, but. Mind you, music was still, you know, yeah, like yeah. like this to me at the yeah. time. And once I realized that, like, all right, basketball, I'm, I'm not, like, going D1. I'm not, not going to the it's NBA. It's not looking likely. Yeah, it's not looking likely, you know. <laughs> yeah, I might yeah. just try music out. And, it, like, it's, it's like, is it, uh, uh, how many people? No, it's, it's, it's two people that played a big part in me, like, realizing that I want to take this serious. One of them. 
if you haven't heard of him, like then I'm gonna say his name now. His name is Curly Bam. Mm. Like this is like a guy that not you made music guy. with. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, crazy thing is we went to went to high school together. Oh, oh shit. We started okay. off, you know, we started off running across country, then basketball, and that's like we. That's how. That's, that's how, how that happened. Close. Uh, what high school did he go to? Freer Charter. Okay, cool. They need that information for the Wikipedia entry, so I just had to get it out of you. Uh, go, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you that. know what I mean? Um, okay, but that's where you met Curly Curly Bam, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you said there was two people. It was Curly Bam and... Marcus. Marcus, okay. Yeah, of course. That's how I even met you. Yeah. He was a... He was a hey, uh, Marcus... All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, Bam was the first person that, that really told me, like, that scene. Another, he seen my talent, but he was, like, the one, one of the people that was like, yo... You're good at this. This is what you should be doing if yeah. you if you don't have like anything else in mind. And I'm just like, you know what? Like you're right. Like I'm not, you know, like I don't find anything or think about anything else as much as music. So I mean, why not? And, and Marcus, yeah. uh, my, my bad, my bad. Marcus was the uh, the the person that I went with to go record my first two songs ever. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's so wild. Well, there you go. That's that's uh. That's a forever thing. That that's history. You know what I mean? Like to be honest, a lot a lot of the reason I like to do this podcast, on top of just I just like to talk. It's also I I, I want to get people. I've made it a mission mission of mine to get people on the podcast that I know are gonna blow up before they before they blow up, because I like the idea of like the history of being like of being able to get tell before somebody blows up. You know what I mean? Like because that's just so important you know what i mean like you'll always remember marcus because he was there when you were in your first two songs like i like the idea of encouraging people to keep going that i can tell are talented because that's important when you're first starting out right yeah. like that's very important because you need you need some sort of like um um re like uh i forget what the word is but like reinforcement i guess or just like being told you got this bro and then yeah reinsurance yeah. thank you that's the word i was looking for um yeah you need that reinsurance because as much as you can believe in yourself it hits different when it's somebody else telling you like yo you got what it takes right yeah. like even for this podcast like i i'm pretty confident in that i feel like this podcast is going to be pretty successful but that doesn't mean that anytime somebody says like yo bro you know, the podcast is great. What you're doing is great. Like that just hits different. Like, oh shit, man. Thank you. Because it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah, like not an automated response. Yeah, it's real. Exactly. It's it's not like it's not fake. And it's also just, it's almost like confirming what I have in my head, you know, because it's like, we can all think whatever in our heads. Like I can think this is the best podcast in the world. Like, ain't nobody fuck with me and this and that. And like, it's all what I believe, mm -hmm. but that's just me. Right. Which is important. Everybody needs that reassurance from themselves. But as soon as you hear outside of yourself, then it's even realer. So, yeah, man, that's cool. I mean, Curly Bam and Marcus, those are the people also that are so important when you, when artists or like anybody blows up. Yeah. That nobody talks about. Like, I like the idea of thinking of like, who's a popular artist? Let's, let's say Bryson Tiller, for example. Bryson Tiller for sure had a Marcus or a Curly Band. They're like, encouraged them from early on. Like, yeah, bro, you need to do this. Nobody talks about them. Nobody, the world may never know, but those people exist. And I think that those are the people that keep great people from emerging and like making great art. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those people that nobody sees are so important and people may never know. You know what I mean? Um, 
I like also that idea of like with this podcast, I like to also highlight those people that people may not see, but have immense influence. That's why I got Marcus on the podcast. Um, okay. So then, you know, they encourage you to make your first two songs. How are you liking it so far? Making music. I don't even like it, honestly, bro. I, I, I love it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> bro, 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 you don't know how funny that would have been. It, I just gave that whole speech and he's like, bro, to be honest, I fucking hate music. I don't even like it. I fucking hate this shit. I never want to do it again. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought when, when you said I don't like it, I thought you were going to say that would have been so funny. But you're just saying... It's not it's something, like, yeah. It's it's a love and hate relationship, but it's it's, it's not going anywhere. This it's part is of like you. This, yeah, I'm I'm stuck with this. Yeah, man. That's yeah. That's how you know it's real, man. If you feel like you know, it's just part of who I am. Um, I was gonna say I also feel that way, but I gotta stop bringing it. Why am I so no, freaking, you're good. You're good. bro? Like I keep like I don't. Is that annoying? No, no, okay. No. Because right, I, I caught myself just now. I was about to do it again. Like, yeah, I feel the same way with the podcast, bro. It's like, yeah. I feel like I got to do it. Um, it's all good. <laughs> um, okay. But um, I meant more it's like like goals with the music shit, with this music shit. You know what I mean? Like for you, what are your goals that you have in mind that you want to share with the world? There, There's going to be some goals so, you don't want to tell people, and that's fine. I want to be an artist that even though I'm still like hip and like uh, caught up with the the times that i'm in mm. i want to be that artist that you know that could walk into a room and you know once you see me i remind you of something that you've seen before and like mm. like when i say when i say before i mean like i remind you of nostalgia i, yeah. I remind you of something that you know makes you happy or a simpler time in your life where you know good things happen or like just something good that's because I'm an I'm a nostalgic person myself, and I mm. only want to you know transcend that vibe from me to others when I'm around them. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because one of the best ways that you can make somebody feel nostalgic is with music. That's so crazy that you say that because that's one of the most unique ways you do it. You can do it with certain song with a certain like maybe like a, an album or like a picture or whatever. But music, I feel like, is the main thing that makes people nostalgic because music is what grounds you in a certain memory, right? Like whenever yeah. you hear any song, any, I feel like this is an everybody thing. What if that song was playing at any moment in your life, every time you hear that song is going to connect to your life. Hell yeah. Isn't that crazy how music works like that, bro? Like yeah. there's certain songs that even now I listen to, it, to be honest, there's certain songs I, I can't even listen to because it's going to remind me of something, right? Of like a, a certain girl or something that I'm not trying to think of. But this song is so like tied to that person. And it makes and, you feel. Yeah. Like, and you, it, it, like, it don't matter how hard you try. Like, let's say somebody like a, like a toxic ex, a toxic ex, or like somebody you don't even want to think of. That one song comes on. It don't matter what you do. You're going to think of her. Yeah. Immediately. So it's crazy how music works like that. So yeah, that's funny you say the nostalgia thing because music is definitely like something that can activate nostalgia. So that's that's funny that you say that. And what do you mean? Explain more what you mean by like you're a nostalgic person. Like honestly, bro, I don't even feel as if I'm like from this generation or even mm. here. I'm I'm stuck in the 
the late nineties, early two yeah. thousands era. Like that's where I'm I'm really at in, in my, my head and in my heart. Yeah, well our outro song is gonna definitely reflect that. Uh the song that we're gonna end the episode with, that's gonna reflect that. But yeah, that that's interesting. And do you take in do you like want to make that kind of music? Do you ever think of like, oh I wanna make like throwback like R and B? Yes. Okay. That's cool, man. Yes. I could definitely I'm trying to think who's even because I feel like that's a, uh, what do you think about this, bro? Like, I, you know, we were talking about how I feel like there's not a lot of male artists making like um, like uh, trap soul R&B. There's not a lot of male artists making like throwback R&B, if that makes sense. Like, I know there's people like Daniel Caesar, let's say, right, that he makes like very soulful like Lucky Day. You know, there's so many of these artists that are making like soulful R&B. But, like, nobody's really making, like, 90s R&B. Does that make sense? Yeah. Why isn't why why isn't that happening? I don't know. I mean, like, I, like to me, the 90s is, like, the golden age of music. Like, mm. I mean, yeah. like, people always say that about the times that were relevant to them. But that's, yeah. like, it was too much going on in the There's, 90s. <laughs> that's like, true, yeah. So, yeah, with R&B, with hip-hop, with, yeah. yeah, with all of that, yeah. I, that's something that I want to I definitely want it because every time somebody plays me like an old song like from the 90s right uh, I love it every single time so but I just didn't grow up with it so I want to make it my mission to like go back through all the music that came out in the 90s like but the because I feel like I'm going to find some crazy shit in there yeah I have it because I definitely all the songs that like people I've seen people like post like you know you know Sade's music or like you know like that old school R&B yeah. and I love it every time I love R&B just in general um so yeah I yeah what was the question I mean I'd be going on tangents what was the question that I asked you oh about um about why 90s or uh, R&B, yeah. R&B music isn't really like being yeah. brought up at the time I mean yeah why aren't people making that type like specifically that type of R&B I wonder well I don't know I mean, if if you really ask me, everybody has their own way of, I, I don't know, just like sticking to their their mm. like their specialty, yeah, or not even specialties, like their own way of making their own type of genre of music. I just feel as if that's like not like uh, like that type of music isn't like willing to be studied by many people, and, and those oh. that do, oh, like you know, really learn a lot yeah. from, you know, like tapping into that time that's a great point that's a great point because i'm even thinking of uh, uh, uh for whatever reason what you just said reminded me of like you know division mm -hmm. like they're an r&b group that's signed by drake i don't know if they're still signed by drake i think they were i think they still are an ovo but i've heard interviews with them and like that's something they point out there's like that and a lot of people that listen to their music point out that you people who know r&b listen to division and they know that they listen to the old to the classics like they study like the classic 80s and 90s r&b and that comes through on their music so that's the only like r&b group i've ever heard being told that you know what i mean like that's such a good point bro nobody wants to go back and study like the the fucking the pillars of like r&b that's a great point yeah that's interesting i never thought about it yeah so i guess that answers my question then if people aren't going back to listen to it then they're not gonna make music that sounds like it and now that i think about it i think there is one group and it's called division division they definitely make like old school r&b 
feeling music. Yeah. I think I asked you about goals. I forget what you said. What did you? Oh yeah, so yeah, one of them I I, I was talking about like bringing. That. Oh nostalgia. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Okay. Yep. Do you see how, bro? That's that. <laughs> that's the, the whole thing with this podcast is always like going in the craziest tangents, and like ten minutes later, be like, wait, how the fuck did we get here? That's right. We started with. <laughs> We started with me asking like your goals for your music. One is nostalgia. Anything else? Uh, honestly, I want to be like, I don't know. I, I always seen like my like, oh, I always imagined being like somebody that like just like me like my like by myself being so powerful that I can you know, like impact like most of the all the people in the world. You know, mm. I like, I still could be that artist that you know could still look you know handsome you catch me in gq magazines probably a couple shows but i still want to you know i still want to be that that person that could yeah. you know go into you know the hood and see, uh like like talk to one of the kids yeah. or play basketball with them yeah. or even like with anybody's that that's there at the time just to you know like remind myself that this is what i wanted around me when i was growing mm, up oh wow yeah that's that's a good point it's funny that you say the magazines and shit because I was just about to say, bro, you do give me like heartthrob vibes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, I like it. You just kind of agreed before it hit you. It was like, yeah, that's right. I am a heartthrob. No, for whatever reason, I'm like, this, like I'm picturing like when you blow up, like that's what's going to be what's happening. The same way. Have you seen like, you know, who Lil Meech is? Yeah. So the same way that like women are like, oh man, little meat, right? Because as soon as he gets in a show, everybody, like every woman in the world is just like, oh, I want him. Idris Elba, or not Idris Elba, Damson Idris, yeah. you know, from, from Snowfall. Snowfall, yeah. That's, yeah that's, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's a, <laughs> Yeah, that's a great <laughs> show. Um, but I just, for whatever reason, bro, before you, right as you, right before you mentioned the magazines, I'm like, he does give me heartthrob vibes. Is that something, do you get, do you get, do you get that a lot? Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, do you get any like pretty boy comments or something like that? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really like try to feed into that. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't change how you look. Yeah, you know I, I mean, I just look how you look. I mean, what can you do? Um, did you know I also get called the heartthrob? Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, known, I'm known as a heartthrob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, you didn't know, bro. They, they, everybody on th you look at my name on Twitter, bro. It's just so many women just like, man, I want him. I want him. I want him to have my babies. Oh, man. You know what I mean? That's all I get on Twitter. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta start wrapping up. Um, all right. So, I got a pretty good sense of who you are as an artist and as a person. Usually, when I do these podcasts, that's kind of what I what I want to do, especially for me, because like I said, we didn't really know each other. So I just want to get a good sense of who you are. I feel like me and anybody who's listening got a good sense of who you are. So before we end the podcast, I want to give you just the runway, the red carpet. And I just want you to, to anybody who's listening, just tell them if there's one thing you want them to get from this episode, anybody who's listening, what is it? So, all right. And I can't interrupt. This okay. is going to be my moment where I like to just sit back and listen. Okay. So you mentioned earlier that you have mentioned uh that you have listened to my music before, right? Uh yeah. not to you I'm I'm being as I want to be as as modest as, as I can with this statement, but have you ever uh have you ever came across my EP, my previous EP called Distracted? 
I listened to it, yeah. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Yep. So when I made that. Wait, also, real quick, don't be modest. You don't got to be modest. Do not be modest. Go ahead. I'm just giving you the green light to be as fucking cocky as possible. This is the right place to be cocky. But yeah, so I came out with that EP and no, this this is all getting somewhere. So just no, no, bro, I trust you. So yeah, when I came out with that, I felt like when within that point of time, I was distracted. I within like Mm. lust from women or you know like me trying to find myself as a person. Yeah, like just a whole lot of things, you know, just was keeping me distracted from what I really should be going for for myself in life. And fast forward to now. I still got it's it's a lot I got to work on within that because I've been working on this one album and this album I found like the name for it after all this time I'm I'm gonna name this one it'll all make sense and even though I'm not really working on it right now I won't say too much about it but as time goes by that's something I I'm definitely gonna speak on but I say all that for all my people in uh in you. To realize that I was distracted then, but everything that I'm about to do or like was bound to happen, it'll all make sense. Mm. Wow. That's fucking awesome. That's a fucking way to sell an album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever the fuck that comes out, I'm definitely gonna be listening. Uh, wow, that's that's fucking that's that's powerful, man. See, this is why I like artists, bro, because artists, whenever they come up with like artists are very thoughtful about everything they do everything they do is for a reason so i and i appreciate that just myself because i also like to pay attention to details and shit that's great man i can't wait to listen to it um i don't know if you've have you said that anywhere else what the name of the album is gonna be no if well if you haven't heard it then i'm I'm gonna say it again Uh, I'm, i'm gonna name this album it'll all make sense let's fucking go it all makes sense uh can i ask for permission to make this the title this episode that it all makes sense. Oh yeah, you yeah, that. That could, yeah. I think that could be a great name for this episode. That's great, man. That's awesome, right? I love this episode. Ajir, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Whenever the album comes out, you, you're definitely welcome to come back and promote definitely. it and talk about it. I'd love to hear the album because I like to do that with artists, by the way, too. Like, because artists put a lot of themselves in their art, so there's a lot to talk about if you're able to decipher it correctly, right? Like, because. <clears throat> If you actually try to break down the art of artists, you can get you can learn a lot from them, and there could be a lot to talk about, right? So, whenever the album comes out, I'm definitely gonna ask you to come back on. You know, if you're willing to come back, of course, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely have you back too. Whenever that comes Hell out, yeah. um, I'm excited <laughs> for that. Now, um, all right, the way we're gonna end this episode is the same way we end every episode. I let the guests decide what song we're gonna end the episode with. So, Ajir, what song did you choose to end this episode? I can love you. <laughs> Yo, and you know what's so what you know what what's crazy, bro? Did you expect me to have you sing at all uh, during this episode? I mean, if you wanted me, to, I, I no, mean, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not that corny, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, I was just wondering if you thought I was gonna do that because it, maybe I would have if I would have realized sooner that you were a singer. But you know, but I don't want to do that because that's like putting you know. And I, I understand that's what an artist is. You know, they they like to show off their singing. One time I had this girl, um, um, Gianni Yummy Lex. She's a singer, 
And, you know, jokingly, I put on a song, like a karaoke song, like sing this song. And I'm like laughing. And then she actually sang it. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I, I got shocked because it's like I was joking. I didn't think she was actually going to do it. But that she just shows still, that shows the, the confidence of like probably most artists. It's like you put a fucking a, a karaoke <laughs> beat on and they're going to sing their asshole. Yeah. Um, maybe next time, because I do like to hear people sing. I love I love people who can sing, but. That's right. I can love you. Featuring Lil Kim by Mary J. Blige. Again, Igeer, thank you so much for doing this episode. And um, thank you guys so much for watching. And I'll see you guys next week.